You know, too often Illinois finds itself on the uh, top of uh, lists that aren't necessarily the best of lists. And uh, we find ourselves again today in a newly released report about judicial hellholes. And joining us right now is Tiger Joyce. He is with American Tort Reform Association here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop, Chris Murphy in the newsroom. And Tiger, thanks for taking time with us this morning. Judicial hell holds. Uh, define that for us. Well, thanks, Greg. Thanks for letting me be on with you uh, this morning. Uh, you know, I think you've probably said it pretty well. This is a list you don't want to be on, uh, unfortunately, for civil litigation, lawsuits involving uh, individuals and businesses against other businesses. Uh, these are the worst of the worst jurisdiction. We think these are the places where uh, you know, well, as I said, you don't want to be on this list, but the bottom line is we think that for defendants, uh, the procedures are such, the way the system is run is we believe uh, that equal justice under the law. I'm here in Washington, D.C., not too far from me is the U.S. Supreme Court, uh, and that's what's etched on the facade there. Uh, and that's what what, what, all, what, the, what what lawyers and judges should strive for, uh, but we just don't think it's available uh, you know, regularly uh, for, for defendants in civil litigation. Uh, and unfortunately, Illinois, with uh, three counties in particular, Madison and St. Clair counties in the south, uh, and Cook County in Illinois, uh, excuse me, in Chicago, uh, you know, in the north, uh, are perennials. Uh, and the lack of improvement, uh, the development of, uh, of new theories of litigation, and particularly privacy litigation, uh, adds to the, uh, uh, the long, uh, unfortunate trend of the state and those jurisdictions in particular. And that's why we have uh, Illinois, the three counties on the on our hellholes list. So number eight, Illinois and the three counties are on this list. Of course, there are others there in this new report just released from American Tort Reform Association. We're talking with uh, President Tiger Joyce here from the American Tort Reform Association on the WMAY morning news feed. Uh, why should taxpayers care about this? Why should those who are seeking any kind of remedy from the courts uh, care about whether or not Illinois' court systems are uh, on the hellhole list? Well, that's a great question, uh, and I think I have a pretty good answer in the sense that uh, the, the reality is, and I'm, I say that someone who's been a lawyer for a long time, uh, the reality is that the uh, civil justice system really impacts all of us. Uh, and we, I can cite for you and your listeners uh, analyses done by an economics firm uh, called the Perriman Group, uh, which estimates that uh, annually the excesses of the civil justice system just comparing Illinois to the more typical middle-of-the-road state in the United States, it costs 100, approximately 100,000 jobs a year. Uh, the, the, the burdens, the excesses, the challenges that, <clears throat> excuse me, that litigation poses for businesses in particular, and even healthcare providers, small businesses, and even school systems, uh, is such that it, uh, it impacts not just the overall uh, employment level in, in the state, but also uh, the overall economic activity. I mean, the total e- estimated cost and in personal income is over $6 billion a year. So that's pretty significant impact uh, because ultimately the excesses and the abuses, uh, the costs get passed on ultimately to the citizens in the state. But the other point, too, is that our court system is really important for all of us. Uh, and, and the reality is that these court systems in counties, whether it's Madison or St. Clair or Cook County, uh, they exist for the, the taxpayers there. And far too often, and we've seen this especially in the southern part of the state, uh, uh, outside plaintiffs' lawyers and plaintiffs themselves, through their lawyers, 
uh, are continue to flock to these jurisdictions, uh, and they become havens uh, for class actions, especially in the most recent area that we're seeing is uh, with respect to data privacy under an Illinois law. But even just to give you an example, uh, Madison County right now, uh, over 30% of the new asbestos claims uh, throughout the entire United States were filed in Madison County uh, and over almost 11% uh, in St. Clair County. So just think about that. In two counties in Illinois, over 40% of all litigation involving very serious matters, but they're, they're being brought in two counties in Illinois. That just doesn't make sense. Those courts exist for those citizens, uh, not for the rest of the country. We're talking with America Tort Reform Association President Tiger Joyce on the WMAY Morning News feed. A new report out about judicial hellholes has Illinois at number eight with three counties on that list. Um, got, uh, of course, more questions. And Chris Murphy's in the newsroom with one. Yeah, and Tiger, I know the about the economic impact, but I'd like you to touch on that a little bit more because I, I think it was, was easy for listeners to, to figure out the fact that way back in the day when the tobacco settlement came and cigarettes went through the roof, a couple bucks a pack or whatever, what kind of economic impact in terms of what people pay at the grocery store or wherever for products goes because of the fact that we don't have tort reform in Illinois? Well, we would estimate that, that the average person in Illinois pays a, what we call a tort tax. Uh, of over $760. So you think about for a family of four, uh, that's over $3,000. And that's in all the sort of activities, goods and services uh, that, that they consume. Because the civil justice system affects everybody. It affects uh, whether it's your grocery store, uh, whether it's uh, your dry cleaner, uh, your health care provider. Uh, abuses in the civil justice system really permeate uh, all aspects of society. When you sort of net it out into, on a on a per family basis, it's a very significant cost. Uh, some people can absorb that; it's not a big deal. But I think for the average person, that's a that's a cost that certainly should be addressed. And one of the problems that we cite in our report is the lack of reform in Illinois. We've actually seen on occasion some good decisions. In fact, the recent decision uh, coming out of the Illinois Supreme Court. But ultimately, this is something that 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 should land on the desk of of uh, your state legislators, uh, and, and the governor of your state, because these are important policy distinctions. Other states have, have undertaken important reforms. One of the things we highlight in our, in our report this year is, is how pleased we are and the improvements in jurisdictions like in Missouri and Louisiana. Louisiana is, not a, is still on the hellhole list, but we're very pleased to see some of the important steps they're taking. That's not happening in Illinois, and that's really important uh, for the leaders of your state uh, to recognize that this is a problem. This isn't just a lawyer issue. This isn't just an issue for judges. This is an issue for everybody. And it's really incumbent, it's really essential uh, uh, that the leadership in, in Illinois take up this issue and recognize that this that improving the civil justice system is, is good for all consumers and, and uh, uh, everybody throughout the, the entire state. American Tort Reform Association President James Joyce joins us, rather Tiger Joyce, apologize about that, uh, here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Uh, Tiger, we've got, of course, this report that comes out every year, and I reach out to the Illinois Trial Lawyers Association just to get their reaction, uh, and, and their reaction's always been, this is a, uh, you know, a ginned-up report, uh, it's, it's funded by big business money, and uh, it's uh, targeted at uh, hurting uh, working-class people and limiting their access to the courts. What's your response to that? 
Well, look at the look at the substance of the report. Look at the issues that we raise. Look at the costs that we're highlighting for individuals. You can make your own judgment uh, about whether this is uh, good for cons- whether reforming the civil justice system is good for consumers or not. The simple fact is that the civil justice system exists to protect and to serve the interest of the people, of consumers, of whether it's uh, uh, small businesses that that get subject to. Uh, and, and, or I should say to assist in particular small businesses that don't have large teams of lawyers uh, uh, to defend themselves. The reality is large businesses are, we- are much better equipped to deal with these issues uh, than, for example, a, a small business might be. But the simple reality is that the civil justice system should serve the interests of, of the parties, of plaintiffs and defendants, and it should serve the interests of both equally. And we believe that the points and the, and the problems that we make, the, the issues that we raise, the concerns that we highlight, we think make a compelling case for reform. Let's have a debate about some of these reforms. Let's have a debate on privacy litigation, whether at a minimum a private litigant ought to be required uh, to demonstrate that he or she has suffered an actual injury. That's one of the issues that, that, that we raise. I think most people would agree. I think the polling bears that out. Uh, and, and the reality is, uh, that the, the system should serve the interests, as I said, not of the lawyers uh, and the judges and the professors and those who are uh, internal to the system, but rather those for whom it's set up to, uh, to, to, to support and to assist. We've seen a variety of different things in Illinois uh, from the uh, Facebook lawsuit concerning BIPA, the Biometric Information Privacy Act. Uh, you've also got the uh, regular instances of uh, amazing number of asbestos cases uh, filed in one particular county in Illinois. Uh, but we also have lawsuits against ComEd uh, and a federal investigation into that situation. But, uh, you know, the COVID-19 situation in Illinois as well. Um, you've got uh, lawsuits that are being filed against the governor, but there's a big question about liability uh, in all of that. Uh, how do we uh, balance the uh, interests of those who are harmed by uh, bad actions with uh, ensuring that uh, you know we don't uh, have detrimental impacts uh, across the entire judicial system? Well, that's a great question, and obviously the pandemic has is is has uh, just as it's affected every aspect of our lives, uh, it's impacted the civil justice system. Uh, as well, we have recommended a series of, of meaningful but uh, uh, measured reforms to address the interests of small businesses, for example, those that are attempting to, to use uh, the best guidance uh, that's out there to safely reopen and, and operate their businesses. Uh, we think that, that providing some uh, meaningful reform and protections is appropriate, something Congress is dealing with right now. A number of states have dealt with that. That's, again, Although we have to credit your governor has issued some executive orders on this, the reality is that broader legislative reform is necessary. But protecting the interests of health care providers, uh, you know, the, the, the word that we use with regard to litigation in COVID-19, quite frankly, is just uncertainty. We don't know really all of the, the, the we, will, we, we will know a lot more a couple of years from now when a lot of the litigation uh, arising out of the pandemic is is going to play out. But there have been well over nationally, over 6,000 cases uh, brought around the country. Uh, we think that's just the beginning uh, of, of litigation. But what we also know uh, definitively uh, is that uh, the, the, the reality is that, that this is a problem that needs to be solved, not by lawyers uh, bringing lawsuits, but by uh, our elected officials 
uh, recognizing the impact that this is having on businesses while they are looking also to protect the public health. So balancing that is, is, is in, should be in the, uh, uh, the objective of not just our national leaders, but our leaders at the state level as well. Out right now, the top lists of judicial hell holds from American Tort Reform Association. President Tiger Joyce joining us. Greatly appreciate your time this morning, and uh, we'll surely connect again in the future. Great. Thank you so much.